Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts carol g juan gabriel christina aguilera what do these three have in common you mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings. Welcome inside Hour 3 of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. And uh, tonight was a night in the NBA we're going to get to coming up in a couple minutes. we got a couple of barn burners going on right now. Uh, Kings and the Bulls, 103-102. Kings with eight minutes to go in the fourth. Clippers trail Golden State, 87-83. This the marquee game of the night uh, being broadcast on ESPN right now, but a lot of time left in that one. Uh, just under 10 minutes to go in the fourth quarter. But obviously, today is a different kind of day. And, and I think we all spent today watching 
watching television saying, what am I seeing? What am I seeing as, as a mob of, of people descended on the Capitol and got inside the Capitol building where the House and the Senate were figuring out and confirming uh, President-elect Joe Biden's victory? Uh, you had guns drawn. You had people that were killed. You had video and pictures of, the, of people from this mob inside Nancy Pelosi's office standing at the lectern in the Senate and, and walking out with, with a dais from somewhere, like, I'm just going to take this. And it has been a day that, that I, I, I never saw coming. I, I didn't think we'd have a day like this, but we did. And dealing with the fallout of it, I, I said earlier in the show, I'm always hopeful for tomorrow, you know, because we are the United States and I got to think at some point we get it together. You know, I mean, I, I get that it's difficult and I get we're all on opposite sides of things, but at some point I, I got to think we're going to get it together. And I, I, I'm just one of those people. I always think I hope for the best because I think it's got to get that way. And I know that every time we have an election, half the country is going to be happy. Half the country is going to be unhappy. Right. That's that's just how it goes with elections. Sure. Absolutely. And at some point. You have to be an adult and you have to realize that you were elected or selected to lead the country and you work for the people keeping democracy safe. A task in which everybody from the top down failed that exclusively today. You know, from, from the top all the way down to the to the security guards who opened the gates to let to let the looters in and let, let the mob in. Hey, go in. Go into the Capitol building where all our elected senators and house people. I mean, that was, I, I, I don't understand that. That's, that's this thing that still stands out to me. But with all of that going on, as much as they failed today, there was a moment about five minutes ago, as, as right now in, in D.C., they are counting the electoral votes. And it started out seeming like, OK, we we're going to get through this a little bit better because uh, we saw people like Lindsey Graham who were saying we're going to confirm Joe Biden as the next president tonight. Uh, the same thing with Vice President Mike Pence said we're confirming Joe Biden tonight. And as you know, what's what's been going on at the crux of this has been. Uh, the the different people in the Republican Party who want to object when a electoral uh, state comes up. They want to object when uh, they want to count for Pennsylvania. They tried to object for Arizona and the Arizona objection was was denied. And now they're moving on. So but there was a moment a couple of minutes ago, Mike, and this is where I say, OK, you know what? There's kind of hope. And, uh, you know, a lot of this, some of the responses are scripted because this is how it goes. But, uh, you know, while Gascon was doing the update, we came to Georgia, right? And Georgia, who clearly was the, the center of the political world last night with the, the Senate races. And there was a, 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 an objection to the electoral votes in Georgia. And the, the House member who came up and said, you know, we want to object to the electoral votes being uh, counted here. Uh, and uh, this is where we're at. And Mike Pence says, OK, well, you need to have a signature from a senator, signature from a member of the House representative, and we can debate this. And the person looked down and said, well, I, I, did you have, do you have those signatures? And the person said, well, I, I had uh, signatures from myself and a couple of other senators tonight. Um, but after the events of today, uh, those uh, signatures have been removed from this, and uh, I, I no longer have the signatures. And the the House just erupted, and Congress just erupted in applause. And it's moments like this where I think we're not totally bleeping lost, where we can still all come together. And Mike Pence said right away, "Okay, well, we're moving on. Uh, you know, Georgia's electoral votes go to Vice President Elect uh, go, go to Joe Biden. We're moving on to the next one." And it's moments like this where I go, "Okay, 
okay, at least you know my my thinking of hope and that we can still all kind of do this together is 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 buoyed by maybe we really can. I mean, it's just one moment in a day that was littered with awful ones all the way throughout. But sometimes you hold on to that one moment, and it's something that gives you, hey, I'll come, I'll come back tomorrow, and I'm ready for for what's next, and I'm ready for what's moving on. I'm ready for for hope, and I'm ready for us getting past this and moving on. And that was one of those moments just a few just a couple of minutes ago. Well, microcosm of what we all do in our day-to-day lives, relationships, jobs, everything else. Sometimes there's a turn of events that you just don't want to accept at some point. Well, you got to, and you got to make the best of what the next situation is. If there was a gap to be filled, all right, how did we not do it in this electoral cycle? How do we change things? Uh, I think a lot's been brought to bear the last four, eight, 12, hell, as long as I've been alive, you know, where you have different questions that need to be asked every four years of how things shift. And always remember that those in power never want to lose it, whatever the case may be, right? And anybody that's got a job is doing everything they can, going Pacino uh, with their fingernails, scratching, clawing for that inch. I mean, that's just the way it works. So watching today uh, unfold, obviously disheartening. It's a repeat of a lot of what we've seen with the added, you know, looting of um, congressional memorabilia. So I wonder if there's a whole other site that's, popping up on ebay right now here i got the thing with the crest i got the dais from this room uh just really kind of strange as that unfolded and folks in their costumes and everything else but just remembering that there's always going to be arguments and fervent uh opposition to whatever side is in power and this it just we we saw the next step in terms of what happened and how this flow flows through and and you hope to learn and everybody learns and grows and looks across the aisle and says all right how do we push forward and, and make things better for all right because really that should be the end game in all of this whether there's finger whichever side of the aisle you're on uh, and, and however you voted in the election the hope is that a it gets done right and B, that we move forward and the country is strengthened by it, as opposed to where we're at right now, where a lot of folks are still looking around going, all right, are we better off than we were? And that that's where, you know, everybody's got to take uh, onus uh, of their own backyards and, and talk and communicate and learn and be educated. Uh, but certainly this day will not be forgotten. That is for sure. Twitter at how about a fresca Mike at swollen dome I, you know to, to be able to end with something good I always like being it's, it's like when they say hey a couple should never go to bed angry right you should never go to bed angry you should always talk it out before you go to bed clearly because you know a couple of times you know you're going to get kicked in the middle of the night going oh what what's going on oh I'm sorry I had a bad dream oh bad dream my back is just oh my god uh, if you we can end tonight try a little tenderness to your ribs <laughs> hey hey you, you, you know you want the best advice I could ever possibly give uh, give my best relationship advice ever. You ready for this? I mean, seriously, my best relationship I can, I can advice I can give you. I get it. When you live, move in with somebody, boyfriend and girlfriend, married, whatever it is, buy and use a king size bed. And I'm not saying it's not, it's not like that. No, no. Sleep. There's a lot of movement, a lot of opportunity. I like the way you're thinking there, Jason Smith. Well, that, yes. I'm not saying a round bed with a mirror. No, no. But a king size bed. Disco but, ball. Get you know. <laughs> I used to go out to party. pop up pop up bar, all and of those hang things. Around. Yes. Disco Stuzo has some Uzo for yeah, Tuzo. Baby. Hey, 
A king size bed will save so many relationships. I mean it. If you're if you're stuck in a queen size bed with somebody and it's not enough room and all of this, no, no, no. King size bed, let everybody just spread out. Your relationship will be awesome. <laughs> Absolutely awesome. Therapy twenty twenty one. Yes. Hey, uh, first question as you meet with the therapist: uh, What size bed you on? King size. That's my first. That's what I would that's say. King size bed. That's not going to work. Know, All right. Get, yeah. get to the king size. Uh, you owe me three hundred bucks. Get out. And, and here's here's who I uh, approve vendors because they get a kickback. See, unless you're two people who are really really thin, and a queen size bed seems like three kings put together. Uh, you know, king size bed, and not a California king. Got to get the wider one because you don't really need you don't really need the long one. Where boy, my feet are like still four feet from the bottom of this bed. No, no, no. Get the king size that's wider. Trust me, trust me, trust me. It will save so many relationships. A bed and a TV are the two most important things you will buy in a relationship. Because what you what you do is you spend so much time in bed. You look, where do you spend a third of your day every day? About in bed, right? So you want to make sure that that is something that you, you spend a lot of money to? on. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of, of America on. just flipping right? you off right now. I'm let's not just, getting okay, eight hours let's of sleep, just say, jerk. Sorry, let's just say seven hours, right? Seven out of 24 hours, right? Seven hours in bed. You want to make sure if you're doing something for seven hours a day, you want to make sure I have the most of the best thing I can right there. I have a bed and I got a bed and that's what I'm going to use and it's going to be great. And, and that, that's seven hours. TV, you watch at least a couple hours of TV every day, don't you? Got to make sure you have a really good TV. All right, those are the most important. Anything you spend a lot of time on, this is where you should spend your money on, right? A bed, a TV. If you spend eight hours a day in front of a computer, and who doesn't spend eight hours a day in front of a computer? Get a great computer. I mean, everything else you can skimp on. Anything else you want, you can skimp on. On clothes you buy, on food you eat. Just eat ramen noodles all the time. Doesn't matter. You can wear flip-flops, not buy expensive sneakers. Don't worry about it. But those those are the biggest things. But I'm telling you, relationship-wise, a king-size bed will save so many relationships. I'm telling you. My man, you just added all that sodium into people's diets. Now you're going to have all sorts of cardiovascular issues. What are you doing? I'm adding blood pressure through the roof. We got an influx of folks coming in with what did they do? They listened to Smith's advice. They bought bigger beds, monster televisions, and they they ate a lot of ramen. You ass. I used to love getting the ramen where it was, oh, my God, I could get eight things of noodles for a dollar. How many do you want to buy? I'm going to buy 24 of these. Oh, who doesn't still buy a box uh, case of those just that they have them in the basement? Oh, man. Come on. You got some now. I know I've got a case down. I got some chicken ramen that's waiting to be deployed as necessary. See, I'm more of a cup of noodles now than I am the ramen because the ramen, like you break them up and put them in. The cup of noodles is like it's already. You pour the hot water in. You got a little bit of chicken. You got a little bit of corn. You got some peas. You can stir it up. I mean, I I like the cup of noodles more than the ramen, but the ramen was like, hey, you can get eight for a dollar here. Oh, you know what? I get eight. I get eight things of ramen noodles for a dollar. I can get a case of Peel's bar bottles for two ninety nine. Boy, so I'm walking into this grocery store with ten dollars and I'm getting everything I need for the next two and a half weeks. I'm good to go. Look how bloated he is. Let's get that <laughs> sodium. Sodium and peels. Wait, That's what did he walk off with? He walked he walked off with a bunch of ramen and hot dogs. That's all he's- <laughs> 
you know, one time, one time, I, my, I, this is all right. I'll, I'll tell you this quick story because it is our anniversary tonight, which we'll get into coming up in a couple minutes. But one time, because I think of Peel's Bar bottles, that's all we bought because it was it was so cheap to buy Peel's Bar. That was like the thing in college. We would buy buy a case of Peel's Bar. It was like six ninety nine. But you know, the, when you're RA in college, they never, you know, you, you never want to do something get your RA mad at you. You know, you, you, your RA never wants to come in and bust you for beer or anything else. And um, one time, I, I just wasn't thinking. I came home from from uh, work one night, like I had gone to school all during the day, and I came home and I walk into walk in with with uh, you know, I think I was it was sophomore year, and I walk in and I, I get a bottle of pe- peels out, and I open up, and I'm drinking it, and suddenly people are out in the in the hallway, and our RA is out there, and he's talking to a couple of people. I said, oh, I got to ask him a question about something. I forget, so I walk up with a beer man and go, hey. Bob, I got a question for you. And I'm just drinking a beer. And he's looking at me like, dude, what are you doing? I go, hey, I wanted to ask you about whatever it was this weekend. And I'm going, why are you looking at me funny? He goes, did you really just walk up to me drinking a beer? Uh, I said, uh, yeah. He goes, and aren't you 19? I go, it's not really a beer. I said, as far as you know, I'm not. And maybe I poured the beer out and I, this is just soda. And I just walked back into the room wow. and, and just put it in the garbage and closed the door. I walked away from him for like the next three times I saw him. Hey, but hey, I don't want him to throw me out. Because if, if my mom got a phone call saying, hey, we're throwing your son out of school, why? He, he, brought, a, he brought beer into the hallway. My mom would just faint. She would just went and hit the floor. My son is drinking beer in the middle of the night in the middle of the hallway? Oh, she would have, that would have been it for me. I'd have been done. Oh, I'd my mom would have found the biggest wooden spoon and beat my ass <laughs> from here to Kingdom Come. <laughs> come here, Harmon. I got something for you. I'm sorry. Hey, man, I might still you. have some of the... Did she call me Harmon? Did yeah, she call you Harmon? Michael Patrick. Oh, okay. Because uh, right. the middle name comes out. Oh, then, yeah, that's uh, true. Middle name is bad. It's time for whatever's in the right hand ready to come down and <laughs> deliver a blow. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, this is why always hopeful that tomorrow is a better day. Uh, Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Coming up next, a big decision is finally made by the number one overall pick in the NFL draft. Is he still going to go number one overall? That's coming up next right here. Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Iowa Sam coming in with Informer by Snow. Wow. You know, some, I think you boom boom down. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah. Certain songs, you know, that, that always remind you of a certain time in your life, a certain year. I think, I think of snow, and I think of early nineteen ninety, and playing this song on the radio in Syracuse so many times. Oh my god! Snow Informer and Lanier, sending all my love. I hear those two songs and I go, oh, yeah. I'm suddenly back. It's 1990. I'm 20 years old. I weigh like 170 pounds. Oh, it's great. I'm feeling really good. I'm playing basketball You can have those day. days again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bob uh, Lanier the, had a song? It, no, no, no. Uh, Lanier. Just Lanier. Not Bob Lanier. Listen, Celebrating kid. the Milwaukee Bucks. You tried dragging Walton Lanier up the court for 48 <laughs> minutes a night. No, it was just Lanier, like L-I-N-E-A-R, and their big song was Sending All My Love. Do, do, sending all my love for you. Do, 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 do. Yeah, Iowa Sam's going to Did it sound like a robot like that? That'd be cool. It was It was very, like, you'll hear the song and go, oh, yeah, this is early 90s. Like, this, like certain times you hear a song, oh, yeah, that, I know that's And the way 90s. you describe this, there's no way I would have ever expected the group to look like 
like they do. Sending all my love. Sending all my love to you. It was a number five song. Iowa Sam, you got some time for this, man. We got we're gonna talk sports, so you got you got time for it. It reached peak position of number twenty on the Canadian top singles. All the way up to number thirteen in New Zealand. Well, number five on the US Billboard Hot One Hundred. That was like the last time I remember calling a radio station trying to win a prize. Because in, in Syracuse, the, 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 rocks, the, the uh, hit station was 93Q, right? It was a station. And they had this big promotion going for the entire summer where if you hear Lanier and another song back-to-back, I forget what it was. It was you hear Lanier and you hear this song. When you hear them back-to-back, you be the 93rd caller, whatever it is, and you win like $10,000. And you know, that was a big thing like you know, in, in the early 90s. Now, you get you get. Shows you know giving away ten thousand dollars every hour. Hey, you yeah. just won ten grand. Uh, hey, you're on the clock. You're working. Hey, for anybody who call you, you're going to make a hundred dollars an hour till the next person calls in to get on the clock. Uh, but ten thousand bucks is a real big deal. And I just, I just so happened to be listening to the radio and listening to ninety three Q, and and they played this song, and then they went right into Lanier sending all my love. Go ahead, Sam, Iowa Sam, play it. Oh, actually, I'm I'm looking up the song still, but it, it's spelled. I thought you had it. I'm you looking. Told me you had it. <laughs> no, no. L i n e a r. Yeah, it's like linear. linear. Are you sure it's well, not linear? No, it's it's. Li- it's they, li- they said it linear. Linear. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, I will yeah. have. Don't shortly. fight the pronunciation. <laughs> it was about the song, Sam. I thought it was linear, <laughs> like a line. You know. Okay. L i n e a r. Don't overthink it. Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so they played that song. I go. Oh, I'm the only one in the world who knows. So I'm gonna call. And I kept calling in. I kept getting a busy signal. I would be so pissed off. I'm going, oh, I kick it through, I kick it. And I'm calling, I called like 25 times, and finally they come back and go, hey, 93Q, hey, uh, you're, you're on the air. Brenda, where are you calling from? Oh, my God, I'm calling from Skinny Atlas. You just played the songs back. to back. yes, you won $10,000. I go, ah, I was so mad. I never called a radio station after that to try to win a prize. Never did. I was like, I was so mad that I tried to get through like 25 times and couldn't do it. And here's a song right here. Oh, no, no. See, now it's got that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's got that great keyboards in it. Is Taylor Dane going to start singing any Mizekin now, too? I love it. No, no, no. It does sound very Taylor Dane-esque. First time I laid eyes on you. This is the definition of radio grab ass right here. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. Yeah, now Lanier, the official song of the seven-year anniversary show of Jason Smith and Mike Harmon. Start of our eighth year, and there you have it. Yeah, it is our anniversary, and and I. I will say this because, you know, listen, the big night in the NBA, we just had one of the games go final. The Kings beat the Bulls 128 to 124. And look, the Kings, look, the Kings are having a decent year right now. Look, everybody's Mm -hmm. three and four. I mean, you can't be as good as the Knicks. The Knicks are five and three. Uh, The Clippers are trying to hold off the Golden State Warriors right now. They're up by nine uh, with just under two minutes left to go. So it looks like the Clippers are going to win this one. I tell you, they just had a scary moment there in that one, Smith, with uh, a flagrant foul assessed as Kawhi Leonard went to the rack uh, all arm, but they called a flagrant one, and they were flopping together almost like they were doing um, jumping out of an airplane together. You know how they hook arms and then – Oh, the tandem change. jumps. Yeah, yeah, yeah tandem yeah, sure. jump. That's kind of what it yeah. looked like there. Not yeah, like yeah. in Point Break where, where uh, <laughs> Keanu Reeves says, I'm jumping out without a parachute because I think I, can go f- I think I can go jump out of an airplane for the first time and I can grab onto Patrick Swayze. No. <laughs> 
No, I've no Keanu heroics. <laughs> I mean, just think about that for a second. The guy's never even, I don't know if he's been in an airplane. I've never jumped. He's, I'm going to jump out of an airplane without a parachute because I could bullet my way through the sky and grab onto somebody. Not even Tom Cruise could get away with that in a Mission Impossible movie. There's it's no way point. it could happen. Uh, but if, if through eight games in the NBA season, where everybody's through about eight games, if through eight games Julius Randle is your MVP, and oh my goodness, has Julius Randle been fantastic. He has been absolutely terrific. Uh, I got to say, Mike, your guy Kobe White, uh, I'd have him in the, on the short list uh, for MVP the first eight games. Uh, career high 36 tonight. He is just every game has gotten better this year, and he started out a little slow, but man, every game he's up over 20 points with 10 rebounds, five assists, seven and five. He has had some kind of start to this season, man. I'll tell you. Starting to get some flow early on, uh, finding his minutes, finding his shots, struggled from the field. Uh, but as they've gotten more and more comfortable in that offense and trusting each other a bit, I know it's all cliche, but th- that's reality. You got a young team, uh, first year head coach for them, and, and you know just trying to find the way. Last year, averaged 16 points per game, but down the stretch was showing flashes of a guy that could be a 25, 27 a night scorer and. And certainly these last few games, much more aggressive. The shot number is up uh, season high 23 uh, against the Kings, 15 of 23 overall, four three-point makes, which is also tying the season high. He's done that four times now. Uh, he's an exciting player to watch. They're very excited to see what he can be. Uh, can he be that true number one? You're coming out of a draft class, right, where he was an also-ran when you're talking yeah. about Zion Williamson, mm-hmm. John Morant waiting for Ja to come back off his ankle injury. Uh, the excitement of Tyler Hero and a couple of other guys starting to make some hay. Darius Garland, uh, he's now got a shoulder injury that's going to keep him out a week, but some excitement from him. And we saw in the abbreviated preseason a couple of players break through. But yeah, Kobe White, a guy that you sit up towards the edge of the seat saying, is he the guy to lead the Bulls back to some level of at least prominence, notoriety, whatever term you want to throw to it? Because... Uh, except for that Derrick Rose season, they've been nothing. You know, right? they've it's, been just just this side of the Knicks. It's funny you say that because watching him, he does remind me a little bit of a young Derrick Rose. Like when Derrick Rose came into the league, and I thought we we just got Magic Johnson. Yeah, you know, like this guy's going to come in, and and everybody is just a gnat on his windshield. And obviously, he had issues and he had injury problems, but but his game a little bit remind all the things Derrick mm-hmm. Rose could do. Kobe White kind of reminds me of that a little bit. I know it's a little bit heady because the beginning. You go back and remember the beginning of Derrick Rose's career was oh my god, the superstar this guy sure. is. But he kind of reminds me a little bit of that a little bit of Derrick Rose yeah it's taken them a little time to get used to Billy Donovan right there were some reports that the veteran guys which means anybody that's been in the league beyond three years in Chicago because it is a young team Mm -hmm. uh, that they weren't they weren't having it Uh, but bit by bit you know they're clawing their way back to being a, a team well in the middle of the the Standings, right? One of those fantasy football things, as we mentioned throughout the show, and will until separation occurs, that at least night to night you're getting an honest effort. In the last couple of years in Chicago, you could tell that the the bloom was off the proverbial rose and and guys were just trying to limp through the end of seasons. So uh, a little excitement and a team that can get up and down the court. 
We'll see how long that lasts, right? Everybody's that wasn't in the bubble has fresh legs. So we'll see about your Knicks, my Bulls, and some of these other teams going <laughs> forward. Because these are guys that, you know, they played their pickup ball, obviously, and we, we have no delusions that guys weren't practicing and getting their courts uh, court time and shots up uh, under cover of night in a lot of states. But you're still talking about having fresher legs than the team that went through the bubble experience, at least to start the season. We'll see how quickly that catches up to them. Uh, so Trevor Lawrence today, uh, Fred Taylor, boy, Fred Taylor was something. Yeah, he's a uh, beast. Trevor Lawrence today officially made the announcement he is headed to the National Football League. So all of this, Trevor Lawrence is going to say, blank you to the Jets, go back to college. Yeah, okay. Uh, turned out to not be a story. Hey, we told you this wasn't going to be a story, and it wasn't. He put out a video today in which he thanked Clemson and talked about how he's always going to be a Tiger no matter where his adventures take him. Here's a little bit of Trevor Lawrence from today. I just want to say thank you to everyone that supported Clemson um, and my immediate family. I mean, I just am so thankful for you guys. I wouldn't be who I am if it wasn't for y'all. There's so many people that have helped raise me up, and I can't wait to see what, what God has next for us. My time here has been amazing, and I'll be a Clemson Tiger forever. So there it is. Hey, great stuff there from Trevor Lawrence. He's going to the NFL, and as we expected, this is what's going to happen. Now, let me just throw this out there, because if we said it one way, we got to say it for the other way. So here comes Trevor, and it doesn't seem like he really cares where he goes, right? He, mm-hmm. he gave statements. He talked to Dan Patrick. Listen, I'm up for whatever challenge is there. But it seems to me like the you know he wants something. He wants to be a little bit more than a quarterback. You know, not so much Cam Newton. I look at myself as an entertainer, but more so I want to accomplish things outside of being an NFL quarterback. Whether it's socially, he wants to do things, or he wants to make his mark in a different area too. But he clearly has goals and objectives. And you know, clearly the first thing he's got to concentrate on is being a good quarterback in the NFL, but he looks like he's got a plan for what he wants to do in his career. So if we're going to sit here and you're going to have all these crazy-ass pundits who are going to sit back and go, you know, I would tell uh, the Jets, uh, don't draft because the Jets are just an absolute mess. Okay, if we talked about that for a while and that became the overarching storyline was, oh, yeah, yeah, let's just pile on the Jets. Um, we have to have this conversation to say, Trevor Lawrence could say, uh, I kind of want New York because that's the capital of the world, and boy, could I be a super-duper star there, and uh, that's where I want to go, so Jacksonville don't take me. Uh, you think that's something that might not happen? It could. Not, not because Trevor Lawrence is a bad guy, or I'm just saying it's the Jets over the Jaguars, but if, if you want to have that conversation, we saw people from Tim Tebow all the way down to go, oh, yeah, yeah, do this, do that. Uh, that's got to be part of the conversation, too, is that if Trevor Lawrence is somebody, you got to make sure, hey, are you okay coming here? Are you okay, okay going because this is, where you're, this is where you are ticketed to. You are ticketed to Jacksonville. And the, you got to at least open up the possibility that maybe he wants to go to New York. And you also have to have the tiny possibility that maybe Justin Fields overtakes him as the number one pick. Tiny. I mean, not big, but tiny. If Justin Fields has a huge game against Alabama, he throws for five more touchdowns, suddenly the gap is narrowed. We just watched Justin Fields have a tremendous game against Trevor Lawrence in the semifinal. And what 
do we see from Justin Fields? He comes back from being hurt. He gives the gutty performance like he's supposed to. He finds a way to run and throw, even though the guy is injured. And we watch Trevor Lawrence, without great protection, throw the ball off his back foot a lot, not make a lot of great throws, still put 400 yards up on the air. Look, the guy's a great quarterback, but hey, you just watch Justin Fields out Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence, and you're going to have one more big game, and who knows what's going to happen after that. So you have to open up a small percentage on both sides of maybe Trevor Lawrence wants New York, maybe with another big game, Justin Fields is a guy for Jacksonville. Not that suddenly it's 50-50, but you have to be open to that because those are two of the avenues that are open to the Jaguars and Trevor Lawrence as they come in. You know me, I love chaos in between the white lines. You can keep the rest of it. But inside the white lines of a a field of play or in draft rooms uh, and we get ready for draft day, I think I'm going to go put that on uh, in the background to inspire my performance for the rest of this anniversary show. Either that or wedding crashers. Uh, The idea that someone else works their way up to number one, whether it's Fields or some other wild card happens, sure. Right? Jacksonville has a lot of things you would like as as well as some young studs in the room right james robinson was fantastic dj chark when healthy solid chenault jr i mean you got two wide receivers that should be pretty good for you for a long time already an offensive line that's young and but you have a lot of money to go and spend and and make it better and you can tell them all hey you're going to save 10 percent not only uh you know you could save it through all sorts of other opportunities in, in terms of repackaging all your personal uh, expenditures, but just in state tax. We always have to throw that in to remind folks uh, of the, the cash value of that. But when we look at Trevor Lawrence, has he been dinged enough to where you, you think he drops performance-wise? Eh, perhaps not. But he's going to do his due diligence, just like everybody's checking in on him. Those first couple of teams up at the top of the draft, don't think he doesn't have a, a team through his agents and everybody else that's going to advise them of what they know or even going back to Dabo and, and the assistant coaches that have dealt with representatives and scouts and coaches across the league you know it's all fact-finding missions now of where you might like to go and maybe it's still the board holds true and the old adage of hey that's where they draft me that's where i go but there's always the possibility of chaos so if it's can do it for the jets yeah do it for the jacksonville jaguars too even though you get that cool teal uniform i mean come on how great teal is a good looking color i gotta say teal is i a gotta good say color. it works pretty well no i i don't think it happens but you certainly have to have the if you're putting out the giant pie of possibility you got to have at least a little bit of a sliver there almost if you're on your new year's diet that you, you know on cheat day you get one eighth of what you would normally give yourself in terms of a serving yeah we got to put it up there Mmm, pie. Mm. There you go. <sighs> uh, Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Uh, hey, as we've said, today is our seven year anniversary on the show, and uh, look, a weird day to celebrate. And we're going to hear Lanier a lot, which is awesome. Uh, but coming up next, that story I promised. I've been promising this story for a while. I said, you know, I got to find the right time to tell it. The most awkward and weirdest thing that's happened on the show in the last seven years that I keep thinking about. I'll tell you that story coming up next right here. Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. 
we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Got to listen to the whole show. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. And uh, as Mike and I celebrate our seven-year anniversary tonight, we're beginning year eight. 
We've been together for seven years. We got some big fun memories uh, coming at you next hour on the show. I'll tell you, of all the things that stand out, certain things that I I just still think that I I can't believe they happened. Obviously, the Eric Dickerson story, we talk about that a lot, you know, coming on our air and Jeff Fisher getting fired because of the stories he told on our air about the Rams banning him from the sideline. And the run the Rams have had the past (laughs) three years is due to us because Jeff Fisher got fired. Sean McVay took over and look at where the Rams are. I'm not Um, going seven and nine. But this is something, Mike, and you and I have talked about this randomly, but I'll I'll tell this story on the air for the first time because I still can't believe it ended this way, and I I can't believe it went like the way it did. So, you know, Keith Olbermann and I used to be really good friends. Like, I knew Keith for 25 years, and he and I haven't spoken in the last year and a half. And it was for those really, that don't know who Keith Olbermann is, please do inform them. Uh, it's possible. Good. Hey, uh, Keith Olbermann, former big show uh, host on ESPN, political analyst. Now he's got his own show, I think, on, on YouTube. Uh, and Olbermann, he came on the show with us a couple of times. He would mm-hmm. come on and talk about different things. And it was really weird because it was a year and a half ago. It was the game when Ronald Acuna got dotted by Jose Urena in, in uh, uh, Marlins Braves. And it was Acuna's rookie season. And it was, you know, he was showboating in the series against the Marlins. And Urena threw at him and, you know, hit him in the hand. And, and it was a big story that night. I didn't think it was this big, but apparently, you know, look, Braves Nation decided, oh, I can't believe you said this. And, I, you know, I went on and I said, listen, this is what's going to happen to you if you showboat. A team's going to throw at you. You can like it or not like it, but that's mm-hmm. how baseball works. And suddenly it was just one of those things that took off. And all oh, the next it was day. fantastic night. Yeah. It was crazy. It was nuts. And we talked about it. It became a story the next day. And all these people with check marks were coming at me on this. I can't believe you said that. I said, listen, you can like it or not like it. But this is how baseball works. If you showboat, a team is going to throw at you. That's just how it goes. And even that night when I was talking about it, Oldman sent me a, a tweet saying, hey, Dontrell Willis is actually backing up your point here talking about this you know, right now. And I was like, hey, thanks a lot. Because Keith and I would message probably a couple of times a week and everything else and and. and mm-hmm. And that's how we would talk because I'd known him for a long time. And so the next day that I just get some people, some players are just so pissed at me. And I, I, I don't remember who the player was, but he was a, a player who's in the minor leagues in, in, uh, uh, in Arizona. And I, I, I want to say, I, I, don't, I forget who she was, but his wife was a TV personality. And he was, re, you know, was one of those people that just comes right at me on Twitter and, and wants to troll me and, and say and, and say insulting things. So I come back at him like, dude, what, what are you talking about, man? You know, if you're going to insult, if you want to have a conversation, great. But if you want to insult me, I can come right back at you. And nothing horrible was said. It was just, just the usual you know, smart Alex. Yeah, usual this that you would you know, have. Sure. Yeah. So I'm kind of a smart ass back. He writes, I can't believe you would say that again. Blah 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 blah. I've been waiting for you to respond to me for the last two hours. I can't believe you haven't. And I write back and I go, oh, sorry, dude, I, I'm not spending more than five minutes thinking about you as I'm going through my Twitter account, right? So this is what happens. So that's fine. So now it's over. And, you know, I, 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 get, I get off and I get back on Twitter, you know, about an hour later, and I, got a, I, I get a direct message from Olbermann that says, good luck, Jason. Uh, you know, you, you, you blanked all over my friend, and that was totally unnecessary. And I go, what are you talking about? And he, and he says, that guy, the, the minor league, goes, I've been yeah. friends with him for about five years now. There was no reason for that. Good luck. And I'm typing back to him, dude, I've been friends with you for 25 years. And then suddenly it says, you can no longer send a direct message message to this person and I'm like 
did he just stop following me? So I go, I click on him, I click on his name, and it says, you have been blocked from his Twitter account. And I go, wow. Wow. He just threw away a 25-year relationship where he and I got along really well because I was getting into it on Twitter. With, it wasn't even him. It was with somebody else. And he decided, <laughs> I'm so mad at this. You, you know, oh, you, you, you are not nice to my friend. I'm like, you and I have been friends for a lot. Long, but okay, you know what? Fine. And I still think about that moment and how fast that relationship went away because of social media. And, you know, it's always times like that when I go, you know what, before you take social media too seriously and think about things when you want to tweet and write things out there, think about a moment like that where I'm like, I can't believe that happened. I mean, I, I wouldn't do anything different. I'm just stunned that, that, that he wound up saying that. And I'm like, such the perfect gone. song to fire up done. <laughs> yeah, everybody, because I am yeah. the warrior. Look at that. He's fighting him. <laughs> Yeah, I really uh, think punch about it that. down and being silly. Oh, I don't think man. I've ever blocked anybody, but if oh. you tweet in a bunch, I will mute you. Beyond that, eh, who cares? You ever shoot at the walls of heartache? <laughs> Fox Sports Radio. We got more for the NFL coming up next. Fox. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.